Hello, hello, hello out there in podcast land. It's your boy, Eddie D, and I am back with the Southern Gent. I know y'all have been anticipating my return. I know I said about two weeks, but you know, life happens. Things have been going on with like bookings, with mental health, with starting another podcast. Check out EAC Speaks. And I've started a new job. So it has been really, really tumultuous. And I probably could have came on and said that to y'all. Hey, with the return of the Southern Gent, happy Pride, happy Juneteenth, happy all of those things for the month. Happy Easter, too, for those who celebrate that as well, because I missed Easter. I missed, what, Flag Day. I missed a lot. But I'm coming to you with a returning guest, someone who I love near and dear to my heart, who I can't wait to see when I'm in Atlanta, someone I've known for a really, really long time. He knew Edward, okay? That's back when Edward was around. But my guest none of the today is Phoenix, a.k.a. B.B. <laughs> Edward. Hello, Edward. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I am doing fabulous. It is a wonderful day. I'm back for the return. So, yes, I'm doing wonderfully fabulous. How about yourself, boo? I'm great. But first, welcome back. I mean, you're, um, what's the name of the song? You're blessing our soul with your return. Oh, yes. Look. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that the name of Beyonce new song? Look, my soul. break my soul. You won't break oh. my phone. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> here, here I am talking about bless. Well, you're blessing it too, though. I am, yes. I am trying to bless the airwaves with fun, good, crazy conversations. You never know what's going to happen out of these shows. And today is one of those you never know what's going to happen days. <laughs> you don't know. But listen, congratulations on a new job. Oh, I'm thank you so much. That's great news. Can you give us any details on what you're doing? Yes, absolutely. So I am a consultant with um, this consulting firm. It's a nonprofit now, Yans. So what we do is, what I'm doing is I'm doing a lot of work in HIV. So I'm working with HIV planning councils. I'm working with um, ending the HIV epidemic, which was my last job. So I get to work hands-on still in that capacity, but on a federal level, baby. And I'm also working on just some regular technical assistance trainings. You know, that's what I do and that's where I flourish. So I'm back in that element working on like federal projects. So that's cool. That's real cute. Congratulations. Thank you. I also make it, making those moves. Oh, making moves. the coins. Making moves coins. and making coins. <laughs> and what's funny is on the last show, we talked about finding your job finding your rhythm and i'm so happy that you're finding your rhythm we did i absolutely remember that conversation so shout out to our last episode um the phoenix risers i think it's yeah. the, the rise of the <laughs> phoenix is what the episode is called so yeah. if you want to reference anything we talk about today look at the rise of the phoenix last season baby <laughs> get into it get into it so Check has it out. been hot as hell down there like it has been in Memphis? Listen, it's it's a heat wave for sure. It was a nightmare last week, but toward over the weekend it was kind of cool. It was real cool in the shade. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if you're whether you were throwing it or sitting in it, it was cool. <laughs> but it's 
but this is this is that stay inside weather but you know and people are going and you know and, and how the hot level the heat level lord they didn't want to come out child okay they, it, I struggle through that. But that's <laughs> how hot it is. That's how hot it is. It's, okay. it's breathtaking. <laughs> but, but, you know, people start acting crazy when it gets hot, though. So the map, you know, the heat, the temperature is going to really, you know, why am I messing this up? The temperature is going to determine a lot of attitudes that we're going to see. People start acting crazy when it's hot outside. I don't know why they didn't want to come out, child. Baby, I know. <laughs> it look, I was tongue tied earlier. This is my first day talking, talking, and I was like, <laughs> "Girl, get it together." So I right, <laughs> baby. But I haven't I, talked to anybody today. <laughs> look, look at me. I had to get it out before the show. <laughs> <laughs> baby. baby, it's so, it's hot. The heat is really fucking up people's lives. I will say, I hosted the music festival last night and it was hot as fuck. I was really about to die on stage. I think I kept on my wig for maybe six, seven minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I said, no ma'am, no way. Dominique Sinclair (laughs) is going back into the club. (laughs) Listen, was this the event that has that that amazing stage with the lighting and stuff? Like it looks like a um, half circle or something. Yes, it's the Overton Shell, baby. I love that venue. Like the way it lights up, I just I want to just perform there, like I'm an artist. Absolutely, we know you love performing, baby. But look, I can't beat you. So, did you do any numbers at, at I didn't the event do no this time? You know, last year I brought out all the characters, but we didn't have backstage access to the backstage because Trina was there. So uh, she had the backstage area, and I was like, I'm not going to keep going back to my car to keep changing. I would have loved to do my characters again, but, mm-hmm. you know, I also had a co-host, and it was real quick. So, yeah, I ain't have the opportunity this year. But if there's a third year, I would love to be welcomed back and have my characters again. Well, good. So that means that you're going outside. So, listen, in terms of staying inside or is we fucking... You know, you're you're in these streets, so you fucking absolutely, but mostly <laughs> in my house. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's hot, it's hot. You know, this I think we both deserve a real good summer love story. You know, something that's going to be hot to talk about one day. I think that would so, be wonderful. A lady spoke that over my life. She was like, "You're gonna have a companion," and I was like, "Girl, you know, that's what I've been waiting on. I got everything else together." <laughs> I saw um, one of my horoscopes the other day said that I'm going to get a key to something. Well, honey, I hope it's a key to some kind of new car because that's that I've gotten through the lottery because it didn't the key to my damn heart for sure because I'm oh. I'm staying inside. Maybe yes, that is something that I do not play about is sweating because oh it is too hot and I sweat too much. And, you know, I like to have a cocktail, so yes. you sweat it that out help. and it smells. <laughs> no, man. Listen, it's, I'm not with the sweat. I feel like the moment I step outside, I'm Whitney Houston on somebody's stage singing, <laughs> why does it hurt so bad? And it's, it's, it's not for me. And I'm going to, and look, I'm going to Arkansas this weekend and I'll be there for at least a week. And I'm go- it's always some shit they want to do in the summertime. 
when it's a hundred damn degrees outside. It's like, baby, can we start having fall family functions or okay. winter family functions? Because it's too fucking hot. And so I'm gonna miss you when I come to Atlanta. I'm coming this week. Oh, how convenient! How convenient! And I'm staying for a week. <laughs> how convenient! <laughs> Isn't that? We, al we always miss each other. It's always it's crazy. We'll get it it's together. Really I, you never know. I may come take a sabbatical down there. Well, listen, this heat wave. Listen, I'm staying inside, but while I'm not, while I'm on this road and in these streets in Little Rock and in Arkansas. But I'm going to try to let this city and let these places have it while I'm there because I'm tired of fucking Georgia right now. I just want to go to Arkansas, go to somewhere that's familiar, just in a, from a familiar, you know, family and stuff. Like, and you, the majority of my friends are still there. Like, I just want to go and have a good time and not be in this place. So I'm going yeah. to sacrifice this heat and, and, and how I feel about this heat just to get there and hang out. So Okay. Pray that some country boy takes me down a dirt road again while I'm in Warren. So, are you gonna ride down the tractor with him, baby? Something. We'll ride. <laughs> so you brought up something that I wanted to ask you about tonight. So we um, we always do like pre-production, and one of the topics that we had was talking about friendships and like it was friend or foe, like. Uh -huh. We're talking about that. We're talking about what friendships are worth saving. Talk to me. Give me a little bit about what are some of the characteristics of a friend you think a person or what you possess as a friend. I think that I'm the friend that that shows up when a friend is need. Like when you need a friend. What did Mariah say? I was I was about to sing it, but I said no. I guess it might sound a mess. <laughs> but <laughs> but I I want to be the friend, and I try to be the friend that people can call when they're going, like a dependable friend, you know? Mm -hmm. I try to be that person. I try to check on my friends. I, I try to have a genuine concern and care for my friends. And if I hold you in that regard, I'm, a, I'm gonna be there for you and that kind of stuff. Um, now I'm not saying you get, that you get that rent free. Like I can mm. be an asshole too. I can, you know, you know what kind of mood you catch me in. You know, I might be the foe that day. But okay. for the most part, you know, I really just try to be the type of friend that I want. Yeah. You know, and, and, and just stripping it down. I just want a good fucking friend. Yeah. So yeah. What do you I mean, what do you what do you look for? Since I did the characteristics of like what I thought was a good friendship or uh -huh. what do we need to do be a good friend? What's something that you don't like in friendship? Like what's one of your your list of hell to the nose when it comes to friendships? Mm, I've been working on this in therapy, so that's funny that you asked, because I could not list anything in therapy. I was like, well, it's like, um, but no, it's really closed-mindedness as a mm -hmm. friend. Um, when it comes down to life or anything in general, like if you're very staunch, you have a very staunch opinion on things that really could be, somebody else could have a different viewpoint then mm -hmm. to me, that means that you have a closed mind. So that's one of the things that I definitely don't like within a friendship. Um, also a lack of empathy because people definitely go through things. And like me, I kind of shun myself away from folks and it's not anybody else's problem, but I'm doing better with my communication of saying like, hey, look, I need 
Um, I'm not, I may not be as available these days or whatever, but people who didn't understand that would come and say like, why are you acting funny? Da, 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 da. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, no, maybe you should just ask like, Hey, how you doing? That's very simple to say, instead of like jumping to something, it's very passive to me and very like, I don't like it. Right. Um, and what else? I definitely don't like a dog that carries a bone all the time, okay? <laughs> so if you bringing me a bone all the time, that means you carrying mine. So mm-hmm. I don't want you all the way around me. All we do is talk about other people and stuff like that. I want us to enjoy each other or enjoy our friends or whatever the hell we're doing. I don't want to have right. a talk about folks. So yeah, those are my things. You know, I have I have friendships where we'll we'll be we'll we'll pass the bone around, if you will. Yeah. And with those kind of friendships, you can you gotta you know when you go into it what it's gonna be about. So in terms of what you talk about around that kind of friend, you gotta be like, okay, I know this bitch gonna say something to so and so and so and so. So let me present it in a way that is presentable. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, I, I don't mean, I get her to... exactly. I, I don't mind that for, this part of it being told. Now you do have your inner circle who you will give the full tea, but like with other with other girls, it just may come up while y'all are drinking, or maybe y'all smoke a little bit, you know. So <laughs> right. it just kind of they get a little tea just because they're in the room, you know. But I was I wasn't gonna talk about this. Now I'm being all dramatic, but <laughs> I had a <laughs> but I have a I have a friendship of twenty plus years that um. Is it's 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 hanging on by a thread at this point. I'm gonna tell you what happened, and I may be wrong in this. I may be wrong, but I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna give you a, give you the tea. Come on. I'm so, so one of my favorite words to use for anything is it's it's like my my bitch mm-hmm. in that regard is the c word. See you next Tuesday. And okay. I ref- <laughs> and I refer to this. First of all, I'm gay. And so we use that word a lot differently than a heterosexual would consider that word defined. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so one of my straight, so I use that word for everything. Like a dog could be that word. Mm-hmm. You know, a TV could be it. My drink could be it. You know, it's just, it's, it's, that's how I use it. And now, of course, I do use it when I'm upset with someone too, you know, but it's across the board. Everybody can get smoke, so it's no tea. <laughs> But I have a, but again, this is, I may be wrong, you know, but one of my friends of 20 years, he said he did not like me using that word because he has daughters. And I pretty much said, fuck you, because I'm not using that word in reference to, to what he's saying, how he's defining it. I'm not talking about your daughters. I'm not talking about your mama. I'm not talking about females in that regard. I'm using this word in the same way that I use hello to describe something. It's just my, it's my go-to word. But he made a big deal about it. And I just, I, I, I did not concede because I think that he was just being an asshole. Mm. I really do. And honestly, you know, the old me would have been like, yeah, you're right. But you know what? I'm tired of that shit. Because at the end of the day, if you're being, if I think you're being silly about some shit, yeah. And you just you just you just arguing about something just to argue about something because you want to be this alpha male. Girl, uh-huh. sit down. 
I'm yeah. not doing that with you. I'm not Absolutely. doing that with you. I'm not doing that. And if I've already, you know, if I've already described to you why and how I use it, then this conversation should not keep coming up. You know, so we got into this big, so we got into this big argument about it. And he said, well, how do you feel about the word? He's straight. How do you feel about the word faggot? And I said, I don't care. Cause I knew where he was going. I, I knew he was going to try to use that word. Cause that's what, that's the goat. It was lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what can I say to piss Brian off? Mm-hmm. And so I said, I don't care. I said, I don't care what you do with it. I said, I do not care. And he said, okay, faggot. Oh. And so, you know, I said, all right, we, that's what we're doing now. You know, and not at any point that I call him a, him the C word, but mm-hmm. I said, the only people that are offended by that are the C words because you're just being silly. And so he tried to use that as his leverage in calling me a faggot. And so, honey, I blocked her and on everything, even LinkedIn. Oh, damn. And I'm just saying, how do you feel about that? Like, you know, I didn't concede. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you, when is it, when do you think it's worth saying, okay, you know what? Or are you at that point, like I was describing, and you may not be, where you said, where I was just like, you know what, you're being silly yeah, and this is a this is a moot point and a moot disagreement, and I'm not doing it. Go fight with somebody else. Absolutely, I get that because I have also like struggled with like some really long friendships, and it's definitely a battle of like, should I save this because of the time, the investment of the friendship, the love that I have for this person, and all of that. But if it's like a silly, if I feel like it's a silly argument um, or if it's a, you just want to nag about something, then for me, I can definitely agree with, I'm, I'm not going to go back and forth with you, but you know, I ain't never had nobody <laughs> go that far like that. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> will say like, there are times now where I just won't concede either. And that's not really, if it's like something simple and we're just going back and forth, I'm not going gonna, not gonna to concede because my feelings are valid as well, honey. Right. And you know, with, with, our, with the, situation, the situation that I was just describing, you know, I don't use that word around women. Mm-hmm. So, so I want to make that clear. I don't use that around women because I kn- I know that it would be disrespectful to women, gay or not. You know. Yeah, because that's what I was going to ask. Was like, I'm pretty sure you didn't use it around the daughters. Oh, I've, I've child, I've met the daughters probably once, and that's 20 years ago. So <laughs> they don't know me outside of how he talks about me. So I've never used it around them. Like it's it's only with him. What straight man do you know that's having an issue with a gay man using the C word in the way that he's already described in terms of how he uses it and why he uses it? But come on now. And what, you know what I said, though, Eddie? I said, you know what? I'm sure it's a lot of things that you do in the bedroom to, these, to other men's daughters that they may have an issue with, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you bitch and hoe are okay, but I can't say the C. So your daughters matter with, with just the C word. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I know a lot of people that will be upset. I, <laughs> I, I definitely know women will, but as far as straight men, that's a new one for me. So, 
Um, so he's a foe oh. for now. A foe for foe. <laughs> he's a foe for now. Okay, baby. <laughs> Let him stay where he is. <laughs> but let me ask you a quick question, and now and I don't, don't want to beat a dead horse, but just one more question: Like, have what's what's been a deal breaker for you with? Let's say a, a friendship that you've ended. Like, what was what was one thing that's or what is one thing that is okay? We can't come back from that. Like, mm. obviously, it's a, obviously, like sleeping with my boyfriend and we want, but like, has there been like an obvious deal breaker for you? Or just like, you know what? Mm-mm, I'm done. I'm out. Um. Yeah. Patterns of negativity and breaking bound my boundaries as a friend because you know we mm-hmm. talk about shit, right? So breaking those boundaries of there was one friend who like really tried hard to shoot his shot at a guy that I had been seriously talking to. And it was like, well, honey, we had already talked about this and here you are doing too much. So, and then it was another thing of the closed mindedness and it was just a pattern of behaviors. That's a deal breaker for me because I have boundaries, baby. Okay. And you know what? That gets into the third wheel. We skipped the third wheel. <laughs> Look, you know, I had to <laughs> go back because you said friends and that just sparks on me. Right. I had and some we, stuff I needed to get out. So, <laughs> listen, you, and you triggered me when you said boundaries. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but, but to, but to, to springboard off of that, though, the one that shot his shot, right? Mm-hmm. What, at, at what point do you see? I think that's that's where the conversation should shift to do you share too much with your friends about people that you're interested in because mm-hmm. if you're if they like him right let's say they have a, a physical attraction to him or whatever mm-hmm. and and you're sharing all this stuff about him and you might mention you got a nice package you might got a nice ass this and the other you might right you know you might you might show a picture you know mm-hmm. and then your friend goes after that person like are we sharing that blame like, am I an asshole because I went after him and 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 you're at fault too because you shared too much? That's, you know what? No, that's wrong. That makes that makes it sound so bad. Like you just disregard. But no, like you see what I'm saying though. Like Yeah, I absolutely you, know what you're saying. Do you feel like you do you feel like sharing too much with your friendships, you know, goops you? Mm, I think so. Because um yeah, if you that makes a little bit of a insecurity from your part if something does happen, and who's to say that the partner wouldn't say that you did it and you really didn't? But there have been times where folks have been telling me stuff, and you know, I'd be like, you know, ooh, damn, that sounds good or whatever. But then the partner will make a move on me and blame me, and I was mm-hmm. like, honey, <laughs> look, this is how it's going. So, yeah, you can share too much and that can bring in insecurity. But me, I don't, you're not going to hear all the juicy details. I really don't care how close we are. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I'm going to do. Like, that's between I, us. Right. And I feel like if I really, if I'm in a relationship where there are no boundaries, right? So we don't have a third wheel. There isn't, um, we're not it's not an open relationship. We're not bringing in threesomes and stuff like that. Because once you do that shit, you might as well just kiss the relationship goodbye unless you are 20 years into being threesome friendly. But in terms of that, like, I just don't, if I really like somebody, I wouldn't, you're not going to see his ass. You're not going to see his front. You're not going to see any, you're not going to have any intimate detail of this person mm-hmm. if I really like this person. Yeah, I'm no. not telling my, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not serving you up on no platter. 
to no hoes. <laughs> because for real, you never know on the right night. And if, if, because here's the thing, you can still have an attraction to this person just in general, yeah. but, it ha it, but it stops because, oh, my Judy with him or my Judy dated him. But that doesn't mean that your attraction is gone. So right. like, it shit can go down. You just and never you know. said hoes gonna be hoes. Hoes will be hoes. That's the title <laughs> of this show. <laughs> Look, no <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying, in that type of element, you know your friends. And if there's someone who may make a move on your partner, or maybe they may not even say it, it could just be a countless amount of ways that it could happen. But at the same time, you know your friend. Right. And hoes will be hoes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and and that's I have a I have a friend who's he, he says he never brings his lovers around his friends and I I can I get that I get it but you at some point they're gonna have to meet are you are you, are we're not friends really I mean come on yeah somebody you will have to meet right whether it's at the wedding or <laughs> Honey, it, at the divorce at, at my okay. rate. <laughs> One of my friends popped up married after like two or three years. We we talking you know, on social media, but she was like, "Bloop! Oh, I'm married. I got a new name." I was like, "Damn." Okay. But she said, "If you know, you know." So I I'm not mad at that. So now I'm in the know. You're in the know. <laughs> and one <laughs> other thing to know is, honey. We talking about Pride Month this month, right? Uh. So uh, <laughs> you have another topic that you wanted to discuss. Oh, let me say this real quick before you go into that, if you don't mind. Oh, I don't I, mind. I got pissed the other day because I was, I was on Instagram and ABC News had posted something saying, you know, happy Pride, yada, 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 and gave all these little, you know, pictures, the slideshow of all of these quote unquote iconic gay moments and things. And not one picture had a black person in it. And I and they and they tagged it as a as stone stonewall something. Y'all didn't even mention Marsha P. Johnson. Like not one photo of a black person. And oh, that yeah. goes in and so I was telling some friends about Pride Month here and how like when I first moved here 17 years ago, child, um, we didn't go out during Pride Month in June because we called it White Pride. Mm-hmm. Our pride was Labor Day weekend. That was Atlanta's Black Pride. And so, like, seeing shit like that on ABC News, like, and you know that somebody Caucasian posted that, like, it, it just kind of defines why we don't celebrate pride in a lot of ways, because, you know, we're often left out of the story. And that's the reason why a lot of people always ask me, like, why do we have a Black Pride? Why do we have a Black Pride? And it's like, that is the, absolutely the reason why we're commonly left out of the conversation, even in 2022. And we have celebrations outside of, I will tell the truth. When I was younger, I didn't know anything else but white pride and black pride. And we didn't right. go to white pride either. Mm -hmm. So it was a while into my like, I came out, I didn't come out kind of early, but I was going to shit kind of early my early 20s when I finally went to something that, you know, we consider white pride because 
we weren't normally invited. Our drag queens weren't invited. So those were our gay parents. So we didn't go to the stuff because we had stuff going on anyway. So yeah, that's right. absolutely why we have Black Pride. So happy Pride Month. <laughs> happy Pride. <laughs> happy Pride. But I'll let you continue though. What were you going to say? Oh no, I was going to bring in the topic that you wanted to bring up about <laughs> navigating different elements of a relationship or marriage from one identity to the next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. And you know what? Like, so I, I think what sparked that was that, a, like, I think, you know, when you get older, you, it's, well, you notice it more when you get older, but you talk to yourself a lot. You have these conversations. You talk about things you might see on TV. Like, you just kind of discuss it in your head and stuff like that. And, you know, I was thinking about the number of men that I've been with who may, okay, wait a minute, what we're not going to do, um, that may have been in a relationship, married, and heterosexual marriages, right? Mm-hmm. And what that, you know, I'm not, now, don't get it twisted. There's not like some long ass list, but like, you know, we all got a couple child. And, <laughs> and so I, do you, I feel like a lot of times, I think your 20s should be for figuring out who the hell you are. Mm-hmm. I think you should use your 20s to figure that out. But a lot of folks get married, mm-hmm. you know, they get married and they all of a sudden, they get married for all types of reasons. Religion, um, she was pregnant, um, you know, for my parents. Like, they have a barrage of reasons why they get married. And, and a lot of times how they saw their parents or how they, what they deem as ideal, they carry that into the motivation for getting married. But then 10 years into the fucking marriage or five years into the marriage, they think, oh, wait a minute. I might like the other white meat. Hmm. You know, I might be gay or I might be bisexual. And I think that that's what prompts a lot of these men to probably go out here and have grinder accounts. Like, I think it's so tacky to be a married man with a grinder account. There's a boldness to that that makes this real asshole energy. You know, especially if your um, partner, your spouse, or whoever doesn't know, there's right. a when they know. But I don't know too many women that'll be like, you know, that's cool. Now they may play together, but <laughs> it, it's it is definitely a different kind of person who goes out on their wife or their partner and has like a secret account. I d- definitely. Right. That. Yeah, it's just, I mean, so how do you, what do you think? Do you think that getting married at 20 or, or like 20, let's say 20 to 29, right? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that that might be too early? Or do you think that, you know, like you said, your friend got married and she said, well, when you know, you know, like, but how do you nap? How do you think someone should navigate that if they say, let's say they got married at 20, right? Mm-hmm. And at 27, they were like, I think I might be interested in trying to be with a guy. If, yeah. I, if, this, if this was a man or if it was a woman, I may, I may be craving another woman. But they mm-hmm. noticed this seven years into the relationship. How do you think they should navigate that? Like, what kind of conversation should they have with their partner? Or, or do they not have a conversation and say, girl, we're grinding Oh, we see, no. I will absolutely respect someone more who has a conversation with their partner 
and says, you know, I may want to try something new. And then, <laughs> you know, you got to you kind of got to kind of ease people into something like that, because if you have a partner that already said up front that, you know, we ain't doing this, we ain't doing that, then, you know, you got to ease them into it in order to see if they've evolved as well. Because you never know. There have been some I, I play well with couples. And there have been some understandings that people have made into their relationships to where it's like, you know, we can definitely do this. And it just works out, you know. But there, you should not do anything in secrecy, especially if you're married or if you've even given your word to this person that you're going to be monogamous. Then right. you should definitely not be out here in, in secrecy doing what you're doing. I understand the stigma that's around all of that, but it's your partner. Yeah. If you're going to stick with that person, you need to stick with them. But if not, you can let them go because it's too much. Yeah. No, 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 no. Too much to be going on. Too much craziness. Hot. People may be on Snap. Yep. You never, and you never know because you never want to end up as an ID episode because you have the secret life. And so, <laughs> so I just, I don't, it's, I don't know. Because I think, and I think everyone is different, you know, especially when it's complicated and there are kids or they're, you know, like, it could be a barrage of reasons why you stay in the relationship. But honey, I also feel like at a certain point, your wife or your husband or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whomever, they know you. So yeah. it, if it comes out, I don't think it would be a surprise to them. You know, I think it's a lot of, there's, I have a friend now who is like alpha male, alpha male, alpha male. He's black, honey, living in Little Rock. I'm not, not, wait a minute, I'm not trying <laughs> but I'm just trying to give you an idea of where he's from, like his, yeah. his demographic. Yeah. But I, but I think that he might struggle with that too. And this, and what sucks is, is that he's been taught, or he was, you know, raised to think that it was wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, he has to be this hardcore alpha black man who can't connect with that, mm -hmm. and. I think that guys like, I think that a lot of men just in general, they, once they start to realize, okay, wait a minute, you know, maybe they always connect with a gay guy on some level. Mm. And I feel like the gay men become, get into it, kingmakers. Mm. Get into it. Because what happens is, they get to be vulnerable with us. They get to show their soft side. They get to have these deep conversations that they would not share with the person at the bowling alley that, they, that they've known since high school, like one of, one of their homeboys. Like, they're not gonna break down like that for their hardcore inner male circle of straight men friends. But mm. they'll get someone like us who will allow them to just be themselves. Right. You know, to the point to the point that where you like, girl, wait a minute, are we is this a date? Like what's happening right okay. now? It's very like, they, right. It's, it becomes a very intimate, a very close, a very passionate friendship. That's just a friendship. But what happens is you make these motherfuckers a kingmaker, you boost them up, you elevate them, you get them to the next level of where they need to be mentally, and they say, fuck you, and they leave. But they mm -hmm. do they they have enough of you, but they're better for knowing you than they were before. Mm-hmm. So you, you've created these quote unquote kings who go out into the world thinking that they're really fucking hot shit because they've gotten blessed 
by a gay person who gave huh. him the time of fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Gee, so that's what a kingmaker is. Yeah. You know where I got that from, though? I was sure. watching this, this movie with Glenn Close. It's called The Wife. And it's a great movie. Was, she was supposed to get an Oscar for it and got robbed. She won every award but the Oscar child. I was pissed. <laughs> but in this movie, this man, her husband was getting a Nobel Prize for, um, for literature. And this guy that was at the event said, so, Mrs. So-and-so, what do, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you do? She said, I'm a kingmaker. And I've always thought about that because she made this man better. She she was the one pulling this. She was she made him better than he was when he met her. She oh. elevated him to, to she elevated him to a level of Nobel Prize winning status. And that still wasn't good enough because the motherfucker cheated. Well, damn. You know what I'm saying? I watched a, I watched the documentary last night on Imelda Marcos, and up to this moment, I just knew about her and her love for shoes. But mm -hmm. for some reason, last night, I was like, let me watch this documentary. Same thing with her. She elevated this man who was the president of the Philippines at one point. She was the first lady. And he still went out and cheated. So it's like, <laughs> men, you just, you know, you make them kings and then they leave the queen. Okay. I have definitely had my share of <laughs> king making in my day. Get and into it. It is really a tough spot to be in because there are many of them who I would have absolutely only shared a friendship with. Like, it would have never even went into anything else. But then there are some that was like, you know, honey, now, what are we doing here? And then it started to become a little thing, but then boom, gone. So, right. yeah, I, you know, when I was almost the first gentleman that was a whole a whole thing at the time <laughs> okay first gentleman at that time yes it would have been a lovely tea for me because i had my hats see you were ready <laughs> i was ready baby but what i'm also ready to talk about is one of our topics from the last show Ooh. we talked about having multiple accounts on Twitter. I do. Yes. I do. So I, I think at the time, you didn't have like, what they, what would we call it? Free Twitter, right? Yeah. Free Twitter, yeah. Did you have one? I don't think you did. I didn't. I was using my regular Twitter account and I was having to refrain from liking things just so I wouldn't get, you know, caught, caught by Twitter out. because called out because you, maybe you like it. Your friends are going to see you liked it. <laughs> Which is so shady. They should get rid of that shit. They really like, I hate that. Would, I mean, like, I should not be able to go to your likes, Eddie, and be like, oh, he's like, there's, oh, wait, wait a minute. Okay. Well, you be able to turn it off, at least. At least. And you know what's funny? Maybe you can, and we don't know. But <laughs> maybe who, who got the time, though? Okay, who got that? We, it don't matter because I got another one anyway. Right, and that's where I am now. I finally got my my, my official free Twitter account. I mean, it's like it's it's very little of me, but it's mostly just me reposting and or liking shit. But like, I can go there and just have carte blanche to like what I want, to comment on what I want, and yeah, free Twitter is just getting better and better. 
I know. I have been growing not a big following, but, you know, it's hard to make followers on Twitter, especially as a big girl. So (laughs) I've actually built a little following. It's mostly from retweeting because people love captions and Mm -hmm. all those little things. But you never know what you may see on Twitter. So I absolutely respect people's privacy. That's one thing that I definitely do. Because, you know, you may see somebody you know. You might. And I have. I... <laughs> not, not you. Not you, though. Not you. Not you. No, no, no. Somebody, somebody else. <laughs> okay. I've seen a plenty of people, especially when I was living in Atlanta. Because, you know, I have a, a figuring of, like, people's bodies. Because, you know, people may post something shirtless. So I look at the details, baby. Tattoos. Mm-hmm. How long your arm is compared to your knees? All shit exactly. Weird. Special, special marks and bruises and stuff. Yes, and that's how I pick them out. But I never say anything. I don't be telling people business. But baby, yes, I see things, and I if you see my stuff, if there is mm-hmm. something out there. Well, you know, we all like our thirst traps. I we absolutely all. love a thirst trap. And those span all social media accounts. But on Twitter, you can really be a hoe. You know, if you want to. Well, no, <laughs> there's a Twitter version to. and there's an Instagram version. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? Like, so on free Twitter, you know, on Twitter in general, on, and just in terms of sexualization, period, um, I'm starting to see a lot of gay for pay. Mm-hmm. And... I really think I'm fucking tired of seeing that shit. Mm. Because it's like, are you, I mean, are you, are you really into, you, well, you can tell when somebody's not into it. Yeah. But, but it's some who are like, you know, they're, they're just fulfilling a fantasy while that they, that they knew about and just calling it gay for pay and, and being mainstream straight. Wink, wink. You know. <laughs> uh-huh. well, how do you feel about that? Like, do you, do you I mean, we all go in for the gay for pay because some. No, listen, they be hot now. It's not. A, it's not about them not being a, the, the gay for pay straight man, quote unquote straight man, being not being attractive because they are attractive. But it's like, girl, you playing us because we know that you're not gay. Wink, wink. Yeah, <laughs> this week, man. I um, I think it is interesting because I don't go in for the girls like that to have like. Uh, I say girls, even though they're heterosexual men, I be calling people girls, okay? Um, I don't go in. I'm, a, those- I'm offended. I have daughters. Oh, look, block. Um, uh- <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I you can be straight and do what you do, but you definitely, if somebody is paying for whatever version of it is, put some effort into that. Yeah. Because somebody wants to see you do whatever you're doing. So at right. that point, you need to be invested. But for me, I don't really care because them guys, you know, they cool to take pictures with. I actually <laughs> took a picture with one the past weekend. But I was like... Oh, Send me the picture. You cute. I will. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Instagram. <laughs> it's the clean version. Oh, okay. I'll go look for it. So, yeah, I don't really get into them girls like that. Yeah, I mean they're cool when they first come out. Like, okay, here's a hot guy who we've we've not seen him before, you know. Mm-hmm. But then the, the pop with popularity comes the appeal to to get with other um, 
content creators and just, okay, now we're doing all this. So now it's become monetized. And now it's like the allure of it is now dirty because we know why you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At first you were just a hot guy who took a picture. At first you were just a guy, a hot guy in a picture with his dick out or whatever, or ass out. And now you're like, oh, pay me. And that, and that you know what enrages me though? What? The, fin- the fandom category of pornography, the financial domination, fandom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this guy is clearly straight, mm-hmm. but he can, but he can fag me down and talk all like that. His, 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 his aesthetic is just being nasty and dominating to gays and give me your paycheck, faggot, stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. people out here giving them his paycheck too. And mm-hmm. it's like, this motherfucker is using that money to go on a date with a woman and he's played us, but some people actually subscribe to that. And I'm not kink shaming. I'm not kink shaming. It's just not for me, you know, because uh, it's a because you know this man is fucking straight. Yeah, you know? it's, it's really funny that you say that too, because um, even the queer girls are the same way. So they have their picks and chooses mm-hmm. of who they do their content with. So it's mm-hmm. in a in a different hand, but it's still like a similar thing from that because I look at it as my attraction to you and what closeness I can get into achieving, you know, whatever satisfaction from that attraction. Right. So um yeah, there are a lot of those content creators on the queer side that do the same thing. So, I, mm-hmm. I, hey, to me, it's fair game for those types of guys and girls and all of them because, you know, they get to choose. Yeah. But, hey, don't be out here, you know, scamming the people because, you know, that's exactly what they do. But what <laughs> what will happen is you'll see a lot of the girls out here selling different things so i'm glad for the guy who does like the lube now who you know the one that they were talking about that does a lot of the screaming oh yeah that's i keep seeing that zucchini come out of his booty hole oh my goodness so yeah he has like (laughs) (laughs) which is really you know actually it's a hot clip it's a hot clip because he got all he got it all up in there baby Oh my goodness, yes. But um, he has moved now, so he's definitely shared a different kind of platform on his thing. Right. Live for it. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I think one thing that I, and so that's good. That's that's good. You know, you know, he's he's giving everyone something they can feel because everybody's going to use some lube at some point. So mm-hmm. good for you. But I think it's great. I think I think it's great to 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 be. To be the fan of a straight guy who does all types of, who's comfortable with his body, who shows his asshole, who like who who pleasures himself. That's I think that's okay. Hetero- I think just hetero what heteroflexible. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I, I I like that, but like I just think it's to me it just you ain't here for I, it. I, I can just tell when they're reaching mm-hmm. when, it's, when it's like you're forcing it. You're not getting any pleasure out of this just stop and that's the one those are the ones where i'm like you know what girl it's too obvious try another career. unfollow yeah yeah but if i but but if i can but if you make me believe it we gucci okay yeah i'll stay with the follow but yeah i my <laughs> my twitter is definitely one that's organized for what i like <laughs> right it best to i can i've not done a list yet i just kind of it's the wild wild west right now 
it's I don't I don't want to overthink it too much because then I'll get stuck in a lot of rabbit holes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, lists are going too far. That's yeah, for me. I'll say that's too far for me. I ain't doing nothing. My bookmarks are different, but my lists are clear because I ain't gonna be mm -mm. I don't follow that many people anyway. Right. I follow like four hundred or some people. And that's probably most of the folks who be following me back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, long live porn and Twitter porn. Absolutely. We <laughs> do not kink chain here. We do not. We do not. Because everybody, everybody has their own thing. And you never know what I might be into today. I may not be into tomorrow and vice versa, you know? Okay. There's... Um, <laughs> When we talk yeah, again, oh. I may I, look. When we talk again, I may tell you that I gave somebody my check, but oh. we know that that ain't gonna happen. I'm too damn cheap, so. Oh, I don't know. I I have subscribed to OnlyFans. I I used to use it for my credits, but now I have to pay for them since I don't have any more credits. But see, now OnlyFans has gotten lazy because they'll get you to subscribe for like you know ten Paper bucks people. or whatever, and then all the fucking content is like, hey. Here's pay per view. Paid, it's pay per view, and it's like that's not what we're doing. Mm -mm. Well, know? we don't like that, <laughs> right? And let me turn off this auto renewal. Okay, real quick, cancel. <laughs> One but shot. Did you have an update that you wanted to give us before we zip on through? I did. So the last time we talked, I talked about Glory Hole. Mm -hmm. Speaking of kinks and kink shaming <laughs> and straight men and fend them and all, like he encompasses literally, maybe, oh, bitch. Oh, maybe that was, that, that might be it. He encompasses everything that I've just talked about having an issue with well, as it relates to these. I just probably just, oh, well, wow. Hello. So, awakening. <laughs> <laughs> it's my little aha moment. But, <laughs> So for anyone listening who hasn't heard the story from the last show, and shame on you for not hearing the last show, go back to listening to October episode of the, the Phoenix Rising episode. Mm -hmm. And I talked about this gentleman that I used to hook up with who wanted the glory hole experience. So like, you know, in Pete Valley, they have the Mercedes experience. This is the glory hole experience by Benz. And... This, we've been doing this for several years now. And I've tried to get him to take off the ski mask. He also wears a ski mask for mm. anyone wondering. And I'm, I sent him a message the other day and I was like, you know what? That no longer works for me. So is this all it's going to be? Like, can, is the anonymity going to always be a factor? And he essentially said, yeah, I have no interest in doing anything else. And I said, thank you for your service. Mm. Good goodbye Ciao, and i and i blocked him on the app that we talked on and that was it i told i told him bye i said i'm sure you'll find another fool i did tell him that i had to have one parting shot you know okay but um but no like it's just i'm tired of like you get another king you know either being a king maker or a fool whatever you want to call it but <laughs> um at a certain point i, I saved this I give this update to say that at some point, even your best thought out fantasy hookup can expire. 
Like, you don't have to sit up. You, at some point, you don't have to put up with a bunch of the bullshit that you put up with, you know? And it's important to recognize your value and what you want from somebody, what you want from a friendship from, or even a relationship, because you do not have to engage. They are coming to you for a service. They are coming to you for conversations. They are coming to you for companionship. You can cut these motherfuckers loose if you want to, because they need you. And it's important to remember that for anybody that goes through that shit, people, people, people's value can, can, can deteriorate with you. It does not have to remain in place just because of some fucking aesthetic of longevity or we've done it this long, child, why not? No, if I'm done with it, I'm done with it. Absolutely. But, only, but you have to get to where you want to get. You, you have to get there first, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to reach the point where, yeah, just like you did it. That's where I've been recently. I'm learning to actually know what it is when I'm fed up. Like, or not even fed up. If there's a change or if it's been years, you know, what's the deal with this thing? Let me see. Let me see. Like, get out of here. And if whatever it is, if it changes, it changes. You did the right thing. Right. He said that, he wasn't going to do it blocked. Right. And you know what? I think we have a lot of glory hope people in our lives, too. This is like the fed up episode for me, I guess. But we have a lot of people in our lives who, who are the glory, who are glory. I call them glory hope who represent glory hole. And it's just that it's any relationship where you're the one giving and giving and giving and bitch, they can leave, they can take or leave you. Mm. You know, you, I think it's, we have to really, or I have to really get to a place to where I can recognize, okay, I, it's not worth it because not even on my drunk night or my high night, do I need to talk to somebody like this because that's all it's gonna ever be, you know? Me, me providing them with something that, you know, I don't get in any way a return on. So, yeah. Like What's their return on investment? Right. You know, it's just funny. People, I think, it's, it's, and it's getting hot outside. So I'm oh. not going to, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're playing with folks in these streets. <laughs> you can't be playing in these streets, baby. It's too hot. It's people too get crazy hot. in the heat. <laughs> it is too fucking hot. Right. And you know what? This has been a hot ass episode. Listen, it's been a score. It's a little scorched earth. Earth. Hey, Trail <laughs> <laughs> behind scorched man. And I'm sorry if I was all over the place, but you know, people. No. Just, this is a, this is our, our re- revenge episode or something. Just this. This is our catching up. It so like, is. like, girl, how you been? How you been? Like that kind of thing. It absolutely is. I love these times to catch up and use the podcast to help other people because I absolutely know plenty of folks out there who are going through or have dealt with or beginning things that you are talking about today. So you have blessed the people as well. Well, don't use the C word anyone yeah. listening because <laughs> we don't like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I I definitely know. I, I, I don't even let that one slide unless I'm at the ballroom. <laughs> right, and, and, it's, and, and it ends with T-Y. Okay. You know, <laughs> something like that. Hunt, Hunty okay. and the rest. You know. Okay, you have to definitely be careful these days. 
things he have definitely changed. <laughs> you best to. You best to. So is there anything that you want to like share with the listeners before we wrap up today's episode? This week's episode, I mean. Um, I'll, you know, I'll just say, know your worth. Know that, you know, you don't have to put up with the shit. And stand for something, you know? I could have easily been like, well, who's up? You people could easily just concede and take, you know, take it is, take it for what is what it is and just say, okay, okay, okay. But you know, fight push back sometimes. It's okay to push back. You don't have to please anybody but your damn self. Mm. Because that's who you're going home with at night sometimes. Is yourself. And so as long as she happy or he's happy or they are happy, we happy. You know. I love it. But it's okay to say no, and it's okay to push back. So, I think that would be my my um, closing for this amazing conversation with you. Yes, only for the next return. You never know. I may be doing double backs this season. Well, honey, let's hope that we have some some updates on the next. I know. I have plenty of updates because you know I'll be in Atlanta and you'll be here in Arkansas. Mm. <laughs> I'm ready to come. I'm ready to come home. I love it. I I know you be ready because, but I see the pictures. But yeah, I cannot wait to see pictures of your trip. I'm definitely gonna be sad that I'm missing you. But Mm. definitely, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again for coming on the Southern Gym, babe. Thanks for having me. Love you. Love you too, boo. And I want to thank y'all for listening to this week's episode. My welcome back. And definitely make sure you hit me up if you want to be on an episode of The Southern Gent. You can email me. You can definitely tweet, Instagram, TikTok me, Eddie W. Live, or hit me up at igobyeddie at gmail.com. Tune in for next week's episode. You don't want to miss it. Ciao, y'all.